This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Oh, Mike Smith filling in for Simi Sarah. Let's talk about North Shore Rescue now. And this is a group that does absolutely critical work. I really got all the time in the world for the volunteers there. They give so much of their own time to help people out of dangerous situations in the backcountry. Now, they also will use rescue dogs and North Shore Rescue expanding their canine unit now. That's interesting. Let's talk about it now with Ryan Morasowicz. He is a member of North Shore Rescue. Ryan, thanks for coming on. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Ryan, I really appreciate all the work that you guys do over there at North Shore Rescue. Let's talk about the uh, the dogs that you work with. How many dogs are in the canine unit over there right now? Well, at present, we only have one dog that's validated, and she's validated for both wilderness uh, search and rescue and also as an avalanche dog. Uh, we previously had another dog who retired and then unfortunately passed away about a year or so ago. And now we're bringing on, um, hopefully bringing on my dog. Um, I'm just starting in on the process to get him trained and validated as uh, wilderness search and rescue. So at present, just the one dog, but hopefully uh, the next one's coming up pretty soon. Okay, that's pretty exciting. Now, the one dog in the unit there is, uh, as I understand it, Ryan, is Chloe, a, Correct, a, yep. a four-year-old a Belgian Malinois. Is that the breed? That's the breed, yes. What, what kind of breed is that? I'm not sure you've even heard of that it, before. Kind of looks like a German Shepherd is probably the best way to describe it. A little smaller, though. Okay, what is a certified search dog? So for search and rescue in the province here, the civilian search and rescue dogs are part of a group called the BC Search Dog Association. They're a volunteer association that that organizes and certifies via RCMP members who do the actual validation of the search dogs in the province. To be a search dog handler, you have to be a member of one of the search and rescue teams in the province. And I think the, the standard is you have to be a member for at least two years, if not more. And most of the search dog handlers are many multi-year, if not decade, veterans of their local search and rescue team. So to start, you have to be a search and rescue member generally. And then if you want to have a search dog, you have to obviously you know acquire one and train it. And the training is bo- is mostly on your own or with other handlers if there's anybody close to you. And then twice a year, there are camps that the Search Dog Association puts on where there's further training and assessment and validation uh, throughout the process for the dogs. Okay, cool. Ryan, let's talk about the dog you're working with now. What's what's is a two-year-old German Shepherd, I understand. What's his name? That's correct. His name is Nico. Nico. Okay. Nico has an interesting background because Nico was, uh, was it true he was originally going to be a police dog? That's correct. He was actually going to be the replacement uh, dog for his father, who's, uh, who is, or I guess was, a searched, or sorry, an RCMP dog uh, with, uh, with his handler up in Squamish. So he was going to be the replacement for his father, and um, he got about a year to a year and a half through the RCMP training. And then they realized that uh, he just wasn't meeting all of their, their needs. Uh, specifically, he was just too friendly for the police work. <laughs> and um, so his handler realized throughout this process and the training that he had gone through that he had an excellent nose and he really enjoyed searching. So she put out a call to the, the Search Dog Association and the Avalanche people basically saying, you know, we've I've got this great dog here, he's got a good nose, and I want him to go to one of the civilian partner agencies, if possible, to, to see if he can continue on with that work. 
And because I know a number of people in those organizations, I was fortunate to have that email forwarded to me. They, they knew my wife and I were looking for a dog. And um, four days later, after that email, uh, Nico shows up in my door. Wow. Okay, it must have been an exciting email for you to receive. It was a very exciting email and just yeah. amazing that, that fortune uh, happened that way and things lined up and we were able to get them. Okay, so Nico, so he washes out of RCMP Police Dog Academy there because, so what was he doing? He want, wants people to rub his belly or something instead of going after bad guys? Or he's just, he's More just too or less, friendly? Just, just, yeah. just too friendly, yep. <laughs> too, too friendly. Okay, so he was going to follow in his father's paw prints there and be a police dog, but now he's going to be a, a rescue dog with uh, North Shore Search and Rescue. That's that's pretty cool. Now, um, you mentioned the nose, so I guess, I guess is that the key thing? I mean, these dogs got to have a real good sense of smell, right? Well, that's exactly it. I mean, dogs in general have a sense of smell that's thousands, if not tens of thousands times better than us. And the way these dogs search is entirely on the air. They're looking for the bite with her nose for the scent of whatever it is, be it a person or an article of clothing or something. And part of what I have to do when I'm training with him is learn to understand how he works, how the scent works, how he can use his nose to find something, and then basically get him in the right position so so he can work his magic and work his nose and find the thing and then bring it back to me. Okay, that's very cool. Now, the fact, though, that Nico was too friendly to be a police dog I guess that's not a problem for being a search dog with North Shore Rescue? Not a problem whatsoever in the civilian search dog world. In fact, it makes him, uh, I think, even better, quite frankly, because he's got a great personality and a great disposition for us, and he's got an absolutely incredible drive and a love to search. So he's really in his element when he's out there looking for things and given the search command, and you can just tell that he's just going crazy. His tail is wagging, he's sniffing the air, and he's looking for things. Okay, so are you training him? That's correct, yeah. So when he was with the RCMP, he had a good solid base, I guess I'd call it, of the training. But uh, as soon as I got him, I started working on the, the, basically taking the raw talent and then refining it as best as I can, both learning his body language and how he works and also just working together to, to further refine and get his search skills uh, further up to speed and up to the validation standard. Okay, that's exciting stuff. I'm, take, I'm speaking to Ryan Morasiewicz from, he's a member of North Shore Rescue, and we're talking about the expansion of the canine unit there with North Shore Rescue, including Nico, the two-year-old German shepherd uh, that Ryan's training. Is that, is it, a two-year-old dog, is that like a good sort of age to be uh, working with a dog? Like that? I think it's it's fairly good. I mean, he's still got all of his puppy energy for sure, but he is at the same time a little bit more mature. Uh, yeah. For the Search Dog Association, they generally say to, to start in on that process, and the start is very much just a, a puppy assessment. You know, does, does a dog have a bond to its to its handler? Does a dog enjoy toys and have a have a desire to both please and to you know, to play? That process generally starts anywhere between six months and two years or so is when they kind of want the dog to first start in on that process. And then as the dog gets older and you work with the dog more and more, the, the, the skills and the practice evolve from there. How do you train them? Um, at present, um, pretty much every day we work on some obedience skills, the, the things that would be very useful for just being out in the field and increasing our bond together. But the, the meat and potatoes of it is actual search practice. So, you know, I will go out into the wilderness, you know, for an hour or so, placing, you know, probably like five different articles, you know, shirts, boots, whatever, randomly into an area that's, you know, 700 meters by 700 meters or so, so pretty large area. 
you you do that for you know however long it takes, and then you come back to the dog who's usually in his in his kennel in the car wherever you are, and then you get him, you get him suited up, and then in the theory being you take him downwind to start, and you give him the command to search and. What he's doing, he's not actually searching, or he doesn't want to necessarily search for either people or articles. What he's doing is he knows that when he finds whatever it is that's hidden yeah. and brings it back to me, then it's party time or it's playtime. <laughs> I've got I've got the toy, and you know, he gets to, gets to play tug of war with that. He gets tosses of his ball, and he loves to yeah. go fetch that and bring it back to me and and back and forth. So basically, he's again, he's not necessarily doing this to find the person or find the thing. He's doing it because he knows we're going to have a great time afterwards and he's going to have a lot of play. <laughs> okay, that's great. And uh, how's it going with Nico so far? Well, I'm cautiously optimistic, but he does really have an incredible nose and he mm. finds all the things that I put out there for him and he really loves it. So I, I don't want to get my eggs before they're hatched, but I'm very happy with what he's done so far and how I've seen him evolve over the, only the few months that I've had him so far. And mm. I think things are looking good for the next year or so. And, uh, Fingers crossed that I'll do it. How long does it typically take to to train up a dog to become certified? I think it depends on the dog and depends on the person as well. Certainly for me, being a first-time handler, I think it would probably take longer than someone who's already trained a dog up to, a sta- up to that search standard in the past. Yeah. I think they generally say it's about two years within the search dog program that it will take to get the dog up to the validation standard. I'm hoping it'll be a little quicker for me just with the uh, the base train that he already had before I got him with the RCMP and given his drive and his personality. Okay, so this is kind of a new thing for you too. It's like, is this the first dog you've trained? It's not, not the first dog I've ever had for sure, but definitely yeah. the first dog I've ever trained on the search side of things. Wow, wow. How did you get involved in that yourself? I mean, did you have to get training yourself on how to work with these dogs? No specific training myself. Um, I've known fairly well to search dog handlers, both from North Shore Rescue in the past and with right. Chloe that you had mentioned before. I've known her since she was basically a puppy and I helped her her uh, handler train her a little bit uh, when she was, again, just a puppy. You know, I'd be the one that would go hide in the wilderness and then she'd run up to me and then I'd, you know, play with her so she could be encouraged to uh, to know that there's a good time to be had and a good play happening when she goes find someone in the wilderness. Right. And then what can these dogs do, Ryan, once they're trained up and they're certified? Like, can they find people who are lost? Maybe someone who's buried in an avalanche, anything like that? Yeah, so I mean, it, it depends on the on the on what they're validated for. So avalanche dogs are a different subset, um, different validation and a different organization. But certainly there are some dogs that are validated, just like Chloe, for both avalanche and wilderness search. On the wilderness side of things in particular, they're of a great help for search and rescue teams, especially when they're looking for a subject who might be unresponsive, mm-hmm. unconscious or, or whatnot. Because in a situation like that, as a search and rescue team, if, you, if you're looking for someone who can't respond to your voice calls, it's exponentially harder to find them. You basically have to get people almost shoulder to shoulder or within visual range and basically form a line and then just go in a straight line looking for someone who's, right. uh, who's unresponsive. And you can imagine even for a small area, the amount of manpower and the amount of time that would take. In a situation like that, you could bring in a search dog and you know, what would otherwise take 20 or 30 people hours, you know, a validated search dog could cover off that area and either tell you, yes, there's someone here or no, there's someone not here. Right. could probably do that in 20 minutes. So it, it certainly frees up a lot of resources for the team and it allows certain search areas to be covered and checked off as it's clear there's nobody here you can concentrate your resources somewhere else 
Wow, that's amazing. So that's, what an awesome asset to have for for North Shore Rescue, for sure. Like, And so mm-hmm. for the, the one dog that you have there, uh, the certified dog that is in service right now, Chloe, uh, has has Chloe been able to like find people or help rescue people? Or what's what's her record been like? I don't believe she's got a live find yet, but it's only a matter okay. of time. Cause just mm-hmm. like Nico, she's got one heck of an incredible nose and one heck of a great drive. Okay, how are, how's everything going on North Shore Rescue these days? And uh, the, we've already had a few incidents uh, this, this season, have we not? Yeah, I think there was multiple calls on New Year's Day. I'm not sure yeah. off the top of my head. And I know last year it wasn't quite up to the record standard. The record was the year before last, 2018. I think we had 144 calls. I know this last year in 2019, it wasn't quite that high. Not sure offhand. I don't think I've seen the final count, but it was definitely a little quieter. So here's hoping that the, the, the education and the BC Adventure Smart uh, type of message has been getting out to the population. And uh, hopefully things will be quieter for us in the future. But who knows? And even if they're not, we're always going to be there and ready to do it. Ryan, may I just say thank you for your service there with North Shore Rescue. I really uh, admire the people who volunteer uh, to help people who are in trouble in the wilderness. It's absolutely essential service, and you guys do an awesome job there. Thanks for coming on. Thank you very much. You bet, and thank you for coming on, and good luck with uh, Nico. Thanks very much. Have a great day.